Hello? Hello. This is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting and her panel of guests are ready to give you some insight on growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. It's never too late to grow into your best self. Your Career is Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Burjan Mediation, Harwell Express Press, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. Let's pick up the line with Wanda Ellett with Your Career is Calling, only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Good morning. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ella at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcasters 2019 Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station of the Year. We are broadcasting remote from the Killarney Public House Studio. Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind, helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business. The CEO of me, Inc. Uh, behind the glass today producing our show is Ryder University's intern, Anthony Calasano. And today, I'm very honored and very excited to have a childhood friend on the show. I have Ken Brunsfield. Ken, how are you? Hey, Wanda. It's good seeing you. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, I know. We've been talking about doing this for, for probably like a year now, and we really couldn't uh, line it up. But yeah, it kind of worked out well. Uh, especially doing the Zoom thing, it was even more convenient. But I, I would have loved to come down to the studio and, and done it too, though, just for the experience. But um, this is great, you know. Um, yeah, I'm looking. I've been looking forward to this all week. So we'll we'll have the, I'll have you come back. Like once you know things calm down with COVID and everything, and if it works out, we'll definitely have you come in. Now, if you are listening, if this is your first time listening to your career is falling. Um, uh, we have basically, uh, I've been doing the show for about seven years, and initially what we would talk about is all the traditional topics like interviewing, networking, resume writing, and over the last couple of years what we did was we chose to have different uh, professionals come on and talk about their career lessons, what their biggest career obstacle was, and this year it's what's your superpower and how do you share that gift with the world? So today we have, I want, you know, we're going to be sharing Ken's story of, um, you know, how he is now the owner of, it's a chief personal training in Randolph. Yes. Yes. Yep. It, it, it's just a one-on-one -on -one personal training business in, in, in Randolph. Um, uh, I, um, I, I train a little bit of everybody. I mean, I have, uh, I've had third graders all the way through to pro athletes, um, but I, uh, I, um, well, how did you get my... started? Because I know you've been training your whole life, and um, well, yeah, I started training at 15 years old in high school, uh, which is always kind of funny because I really didn't participate in sports, um, but I, 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 I worked out with weights, um, and uh, how I started the business was, um, I after being in the car business for 25 years and I ended up last 10 years as management. Um, I, I just, I, I realized that I, 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 um, I needed another challenge and I needed to be in a more positively based business. And, and uh, you know, I was just tired of managing people. I was really good at it. 
Um, you know, I, I never lost anybody underneath me. I built a team of people at my at, at the last dealership I worked at, and, and we were operating at at 200% capacity. So, in other words, the, the bean counters from 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 the mother company would come down and say, based on your square footage and how many employees you have, you should be doing half the amount of money that you're generating here. So I was really, I was really good at, at make, making sure that everything was efficient and people were running good, you know, the things were running fast. I, 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 I saw it as I was the guy with the oil can. Like I was running around <laughs> just giving everybody a squirt of oil so they could go fast and not squeak, you know, like they're, they're just, they're just moving and, and, and we were making money. And, uh, and to do that, you really had to make sure everybody was okay that day. Like if you saw someone was having an off day, then you had to acknowledge that and, and, and make sure that, Maybe they needed to work on something that wasn't so complicated because they might have had something going on at home or whatever. And so you really, there was a lot of things behind that. And 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 finally, uh, I just, you know, I don't think they completely appreciated what I was doing on the level I was doing it on. And um, they wanted to move, move me to another dealer. And I said, you know, I really don't want to go work there. And, and, and you know, because this other dealer was struggling. And I said, I have other other skill sets and I, I, I might just pursue that because um, this, you know, um, the mere fact that you're asking me to move makes me feel unappreciated after like quadrupling your business in 10 years and, and operating on the way I'm operating. So I decided to just and I, I was going to yoga every Sunday with a friend of mine who had a gym similar stuff to mine that we used to work out in uh, right out of high school. And he asked me to come work for him because I had just won uh, Mars Cannon's Strongest Man, and I had won uh, the state I championship. We were training for that. That was like back. That, back oh, wow. that was around uh, late '90s, early 2000. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I was 35 years old when I won the second one. And he goes, "Listen, that's you're a very marketable guy. I could have you uh, working out of my gym, and there's a lot of high school athletes that like to work with you. And I had all my certifications to do it just for my own knowledge." So I, 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 when I had that little hiccup happen at, at my job and they were thinking of moving my position to another dealer, I just decided to leave. And I took a 50% pay cut to go train high school athletes um, at, my, at, at, at a friend of mine's gym. And, uh, and it, 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 it was, it, it was a, a good fit for me. Um, what I realized is that very shortly into it, I, I was still single at the time. You know, I, I, I was dating my wife at the time and, and I didn't have kids. I wasn't sure I wanted to have kids. And uh, I started getting Christmas cards from the parents in the mails saying, you know, thank you for mentoring my kid. You know, thank you for mentoring my child. And, and, and I went, I go, wow. I go, mentoring is very different than training. Uh, yes. And I started realizing that I was really impacting their lives. And, you know, they, they would come there straight after school and share experiences that they had in school or whatever. And I would make suggestions on how they could handle that situation. And, and sometimes these guys, you know, these kids, you know, their dad was out flying around the world on business or something and wasn't around at, at that moment to help them. And, and, and I was getting feedback on that. And then I started really playing on that, especially with the kids. I started realizing that, that they're choosing to be with me. I wasn't the high school gym teacher. I wasn't some aunt or uncle. I wasn't anybody that was forced upon them. Like they were, if they said to their parents, I don't want to train with Ken anymore, the parents would be like, okay. 
So they were choosing to be with me. And, and so when I gave them advice, they were like, this guy, you know, he doesn't have a dog in a fight. Like, why would he give me this advice unless it was something that was beneficial to me? So I started seeing how the kids were responding to that and then also saw how they were responding to getting in better shape and how their confidence was coming up. And, and, and I've seen a couple of kids in the years completely transform from introverts to extroverts. And, and, go, and the funny thing is to sit back now, because I've been in business so long, some of these kids now are in their, their late 20s, early 30s, and just super, super successful people. Wow. And, and, and that's really an exciting thing to, say, to see, because I, I had one, one of the kids invited me to his wedding. And uh, must have been like, so emotional. Oh you. my god, it was. And he goes, Are you gonna, you know, are you gonna be there for the rehearsal dinner? I go, Listen, I'm not missing any of this, man. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> and uh, and and he sat and like, because you know, he, he he was such a coachable kid, and in the time he was with me, he went from 115 to 240 pounds. And, wow, and, and, and uh, he was seventh grade to senior year, and he, and he went from like five seven to like six four, and he was just. He was just a presence. He became a presence. It wasn't about being an athlete. Like he would walk in the door and he would, he just exuded confidence, but he yeah. wasn't cocky. And, and so he said at the rehearsal dinner, he thanked his mom and dad for all the efforts that it took him to get him to this point in his life. And, and as for his oldest brother, that always being there for him. And he goes, but I see my friend Ken is here as well. And he goes, I, I just want to thank him because there's just not one day of my life that I didn't use some piece of advice that he has given me over the years on how to, how to run my life or how to approach a task and, and how to get that done. And he goes, every day of my life, I reflect upon that. And I just sat there and I almost fell over my chair and I, I got misty because I, I looked at my wife and I, cry. Well, because you, 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 you know what? You talk to kids all day long and you know, sometimes you can see them going, eh, yeah, whatever. Another yeah, adult just running their mouth, bah, bah, bah. You know, they hear the Charlie Brown voices, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I looked at my wife and I went, oh my God, I go, he was listening to everything I said, everything. Wow. And to me, I go, I would have done that for nothing. You know, I got paid to do that. Are you kidding me? You know, so, and, 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 you know, and I see some of the relationships that I, I, I build here. And then what happens is I say, this is then I got their parents and then I'm training the grandmother and then, you know, um, I, and then getting the cousins and all that. So that's how my business builds itself. I, I don't, I, I like to say I'm some kind of marketing genius and I, I, all my clients have been just going out, just grabbing people and dragging them in. And like, you know, because uh, where I've went in the last three months from where I started is is unbelievable. And it's just all my clients going out for me and, and going, listen, we want you to survive this. I mean, you know, um, when it first started, I had four clients who are very hardworking people and very successful. And they said, listen, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you double what I pay you in a week for not showing up during COVID because I don't want to know that you're okay. And, wow. you know, <laughs> that, 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 it makes me a little emotional because, you know, they're looking out for me. Wow. And uh, it, it's an amazing experience. But it's a testimony because you've always been that guy. You're always so humble, but you've always been that guy, whether you realize it or not, you've always been that guy who is, you know, if somebody was down, because I, I watched you and, and, and over the years, I've seen you like in the gyms and in school. And when somebody was down, you were that guy giving somebody a hand up. That's the only time you ever looked down on anybody. 
is to give them a hand up. Thank and you. that's Amazing. always been you. And you don't, you, know, you don't recognize that in yourself, you know? I, I, and, know, and- I, I feel that, that if, you know, people ask me, why did you go, like, you went so much farther than what I would consider a trainer to do? And I said, you know, basically, if I had more people like that in my life growing up, you know, I would have had a little smoother road. So I try to be that guy for them. But you were always, that's and it. I think that's that's been, the, I think, the key to your success, that you always, you really inspire greatness to others because you're there giving that hand, you know what I mean? And, and giving the little, like, you know, let me give you a hand up. Like, you know, you can do it and get going. You know, yeah, you yeah, don't, you don't tolerate, you know, like, you, there's no excuses with you. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing in that sense. Like, um, and I call people out on their nonsense. Yeah, you like, you know, when they're, they're going, I want to come here. I want to lose weight and this and that. And then, then they bring me, you know, they bring me their food line and it doesn't reflect the goal that they set for me. And I'm like, I look at them, I go, do you want to reset your goal? Or do you want me to really come at you about this? I go, I will gladly, you know, I found this, all right? Not everybody is ready to jump on board 100%. And maybe sometimes you have to build a relationship of trust with them before they really start buying in. Um, And if I hammer them too hard in the beginning, you know, you you can chase somebody out. And and I got to say, my longest client here I've had for 15 years, you know, she, she, she doesn't want to talk about food. She wants to come and just work out and burn some stress. And she's like, I like comfort foods. I like this and that. And, and she's heavy, but she's fit. And I've had some 30 year olds walk through the door. She's 63 now and work wow. out with her. And they're like, and after they, she walked out the door, they looked at me and went, that was humbling. I, I couldn't not, I couldn't keep up with her. And, <laughs> you know, and, and if I pushed my, full eating you know deal on her and she just left because she couldn't do it and she got frustrated she wouldn't be as healthy a person as she is so you know sometimes it's not about my journey it's about them and how I can support them you know and and some people are like some people like talk to the hand I don't want to do that you know so uh, that's how you've grown you know like uh, even talking to you that day in Home Depot and you know and even like listening to you today it's, it takes a lot because you're a fixer and you've always been a fixer and you got to go in and it was just like, you see something wrong. It's it, you know, like even at the, at, when you were, uh, you know, in charge of the different auto shops, because I remember hearing you, like sometimes you would come in, you know, to the different gyms and, you know, and I'd see you and I would see you physically exhausted because like not even physically, it was just mentally deflated when you were working there because you took on everybody's pain you would take all this stuff on but you were moving that mountain and even if you were in the lead like you wouldn't ask anybody to do anything that you wouldn't do yourself well you and can't leave from the rear you can't leave from the rear you ever they are pushing it pushing the solution yeah, you have to, like, you know. we're getting the cue from this and we got to go to break but like okay you, you know you are you lead by example and and you right it's hard like i think how you've grown too is you grow like you, you learning to put other people like to really put their goal in place and to let them run their journey and just to be there as a support and yeah and you just kind of yeah exactly um so, wait we got to go to break because anthony's going to give me he's going to get mad at me sure. <laughs> 
you are listening to your career is calling this is Wanda Ellett with the amazing and wonderful Jen Brunskill and we are live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station and online 1077thebronc.com and Ken is sharing uh, his great insight into his superpower of I would say it's being a mentor and, and inspiring greatness in others and we'll be right back after a short break this is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Elliott from G45 Consulting, along with her panel of guests, are here to share their tips and tricks for growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. Your Career is Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Bergeon Mediation, Harwell Express Press, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett live in the Clarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And today I'm here with the amazing and the wonderful and the fantastic Ken Brunskill. And he has been sharing some great insight into his superpower of mentoring and, and inspiring greatness from people. And um, in the first segment, we started to talk about how he started his career in industry for many years for I think 25 years and then made the transition he's been a lifelong he's trained basically all his life from the time he was 15 and and it was really it's it's a passion and he finally made the leap uh to work he was working for somebody else and uh to to live his passion and to train others and he you know he ended up uh, one of the things I want to ask you now Ken is how did you make that transition to work for somebody else and then go out on your own? Like, how did that uh, you know, happen? I, I, well, I, I just basically got to the point where, you know, you know, looking at all my bosses over the years and I started thinking, man, if they let me have the reins to this thing, I could even run it better. And, and, and I was doing good based running with their rules and their regulations and what they wanted from me. And, and and then I'm like, is that just, you know, me being cocky, thinking that I'm better than them or, or something like that, you know, so you're kind of, you know, rethinking your, yourself, you know, like you're second guessing yourself. And, uh, and, um, and then finally, it got to a point where um, in my position, they had me all on incentive. And I, I not and I, I hit numbers that they never expected me to hit to the point where I was making probably more than my direct boss because wow. it was it was a generous incentive package, uh, base salary, and then if you hit all these numbers and have everybody happy and generate all this money, then you can do this. And I think that kind of set us up for a adversarial relationship at that point, even though I was making him look good and 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 and, and, and uh, you know, there's always that I'm the boss. Uh, I should be you know be the guy you know making the most money in this net and i had a feeling I, I didn't know the exact numbers but i had a feeling that was was happening uh, um and i was afraid they're going to knock it down and then but i see i have this unusual friction from a guy that should be happy with what i'm doing and then i think it finally got to the point where we weren't working together so well and that they were going to move me to another facility which was struggling and i had brought this struggling facility at that time uh, we had quadrupled the business and, and I had got the customer satisfaction up into the 90s and held it there for over 10 years. And uh, it was in the 50s when I got there. So uh, and then within the first three months, I was hitting these numbers. And so, you know, 
it, it becomes a bad episode of Undercutter Boss, really. You know, mm -hmm. it's like they didn't know what I really did for that. And if one of them would come down for one day and have spent one day with me, they would have known. You know how that, that Undercover Boss episode, the guy goes down and he's working in a trench and goes, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, this is what's yeah. really happening here. And and, and, and and that's what I said. I mean, my last day there, I, 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 I was like, um, this is a bad episode on Undercover Boss. You don't know what I really do for you. And and and. and I had a friend who was in the fitness, uh, uh, had, had a gym, and, and, and I had just won the Mars County Strongest Man and the state championship for powerlifting, uh, drug-free. And, um, and he said, listen, you're super marketable. I think you'd be great working with the kids, and you should come work for me. So I, I, I took a 50% pay cut to go train high school athletes at, at my buddy's facility, and, and I hit the ground running. Um, and, and I realized that this is where I should have been all along. And, and, uh, I just had such positive experience with relationships and, and, uh, generating clients was never an issue. And after working with him a couple of years, it, it just seemed that uh, I really should just be working for myself. It, uh, uh, so we, I, um, you know, he had certain ways of how he wanted to run his business too. And I was like, wow, I, I, you know, I kind of felt like I was almost in the same situation again that I was in the car business. And, and so I, I decided that I was going to leave and I tried to do my homework. You know, I was talking to my friends, you know, I, I grabbed my friend's wife who was a hairdresser and said, what's your, like, what's your number? Like if, if people were to, you know, stay with you and if you changed hair salons, what, what would your number be? Because, I bought my facility. I, I spent $250,000 to buy my facility and fill it full of equipment. And I'm like, I, I want to make sure I'm doing this smart and I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to be able to cover my overhead. And she goes, Oh, 75% if you stay within a couple miles of your old place. And I was within a couple miles of the old facility that I was working at. And when I made the leap, like 98% of my people came with me. And I think those other 2%, they could walk, across the street to the gym and like it was, it was real convenience back there for them and, and and so i it was the most humbling experience of my life because um you know you realize because how many times in your life have you had a relationship and you thought it was either this or that whether it was friend or or romantic or anything else and it wasn't what you thought it was uh that happens a lot in life and, and so i of the little rascals and and this is what i think of as entrepreneurship and they were building this go-kart they were going to be in this go-kart race so all the little rascal kids are at the top of the hill and their 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 go-kart is a train wreck it's bubble gum it's pieces of yeah. chicken like poop yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. a disaster but they, you know and everybody else got these sleek like fancy kind of go-karts and everything but here they are in this like you know, bubble gum and, and shoestrings and stuff yeah. They all pile into this thing and, and, and the camera goes to Buckwheat and he's like, I don't know where we're going, but we're on our way. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that epitomizes you have kind of an idea. You're in the race. You got your yeah. stuff together and, and you have an idea. This is where I'm going to go. I don't know where I'll go, but I'm on my way. And you just got to sometimes just do it. You know, like, well, yeah, there was the there was the leap of you know you have to have that leap of faith, and you're doing that leap of faith based on relationships that you think you had with your clients, 
and 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 when I had that much people go, no, we're sticking with you. It was it was a very humbling experience because it was like, you know, they really appreciate what they're doing. I'm doing for them. They're willing to drive a couple miles outside to come and, and be with me now. Like some of them were taking much, uh, uh, you know, getting in a car and driving where they, you know, someone could literally could walk to the old facility. And it, it meant a lot to me. And that, like, that's the, the relationships in this business that you build are, 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 are really awesome. Uh, and uh, so uh, that's, you know, I, I just, it was something I always thought about and, and in the back of my mind, you know, you know, you know what held me back from initially doing this was, was when I was in the, I went into the car business. I, I got my first car when I was in a freshman in high school and, and I ripped it down into frame and restored it. And it had been something that had been sitting in a barn for 20 years. And I remember the first time sticking the key in the ignition after, after four years of working on this thing and turning the key and it fired up. And this thing had literally been laying dead for 20 years. And I'm just like, oh my God, I brought this thing back to life. And to me, I looked at that car and it was a rolling work of art in my eyes. And, and so it was very gratifying. Um, and listen, there's, there's, it's, it's, it's an honest living, sitting there fixing Mrs. Jones's water leak or her squeaky brakes or whatever, but it's not as gratifying as taking that car from the dead and, and restoring it and bringing it up. So being in the, in the car business that long, I, I realized that it, it wasn't gratifying in that way. It didn't fulfill, it didn't fulfill me. So, uh, but this business every day, it fulfills me of, 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 of helping people uh, get their fitness back, get their health back. Um, um, you know, I, I've, I've had three clients uh, who have, who decided to, after telling the story, I think it was instrumental in helping them make the leap themselves to their own business. You know, uh, I remember uh, training one lady and I remember when she called on the phone, she was so stressed out that you could feel the energy coming through the phone. Like when I picked up the phone, she started talking and I went, oh my gosh, like this woman is so stressed out. And I'm like, and then she's like, I need you to be in it. You know, I, I, I get in six o'clock in the morning. She goes, I need to be in a quarter to six because I need to be able to catch the train to the city and this and that. So I'm like, she's getting me in 15 minutes earlier. She, she's, she's so stressed out. I go, I don't know if I want to deal with this. I'm like, and then I'm like, this is what I do. This is, this is what I do. And then, then like two weeks into her training with me, I finally looked at her and I said, she's telling me she grew up in a small town and it was sounded like Mayberry, you know? And, 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 and I'm like, and I, I looked at her and I says, why are you in the business that you're in? I'm like, it makes no sense to me. You're, you're not geared for this. Uh, it sounds to me that this is what your mom and mom wanted for you. And you, you know, everybody wants to be a doctor and a lawyer. And so, and I said, uh, I go, you know, I, I don't think you're particularly happy doing your job, doing your job as a lawyer. And, 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 and it doesn't seem like a good fit for you. And, 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 you know, so you're unhappy on so many different levels. And then you start eating comfort foods to make, try to make yourself feel happy. And you're doing all these other things to try to find that happiness. And the thing you're doing the most in your day, working the most, you know, if you have a job, this is what you're going to do most in your life. And you're unhappy. And I says, I can tell you all the things that happened to me when I started working for myself. And it, it shifted all that. And I'm a much happier person. And I like what I do. And I don't sit there at my vacation going, oh, my God, I got to go back to work. Not once. Never. 
you know, and, uh, and, and I go, I, I'm, I, uh, after a week's vacation, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to work and doing my job. I enjoy it. And, uh, you know, two weeks later, she goes, I'm starting my own business. Yeah. And I went, Oh my God. You know, now you, now you feel so responsible. Like, you know, uh, and I, like, you know, this person has, you know, she's a, a very successful person and she's just jumped out of the plane and is now free falling and off of your advice. And you're like, now you're like, and now you're trying to talk them through all the emotions. Like I know another guy did something similar. And we got to, we got to wrap up, but uh, hold that thought. And then we'll come, when we come back, we'll talk about your, the next uh, person. And I want to hear what this lawyer, what business she ended up going into. But uh, if you're listening to Your Career is Calling, this is Wanda Ellett. We are live in the Killarney Public House studio at uh, Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronx.com. And Ken uh, Brunskill, he is sharing some great insight into how he started his business, uh, achieved personal fitness, and um, his superpower of you know, mentoring and inspiring greatness from people. And we'll be right back after a short break. This is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Elliott from G45 Consulting, along with her panel of guests, are here to share their tips and tricks for growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. Your Career is Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Bergeon Mediation, Harwell Express Press, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. This is Wanda Ellett live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And I'm here with the amazing and wonderful Ken Brunskill, and he has been sharing some great insight into his superpower of mentoring and inspiring greatness from others. And uh, before we continue our, our conversation, we have our producer, Anthony Palasano, with his segment, Finding Your Future. Adulting, going to work, choosing a career. Sounds difficult, right? Well, not anymore. Your Career is Calling presents Finding Your Future. Our producer will clear up career confusion each week and shine a light on available job listings, including how to apply and get in contact with featured employers. Get the latest tips on how you can better your career path with Finding Your Future. Underwritten in part by Career Development and Success at Rider University. For information online, it's rider.edu forward slash careers. Now, here's our producer with this week's segment of Finding Your Future. The U.S. Army and Army Reserve is looking for a special agent in their Criminal Investigation Division. CID special agents are primarily responsible for conducting criminal investigations in which the Army is or may be a party of interest. They handle felony-level crimes that involve Army property and Army personnel. CID special agents must have high morale standards and the utmost integrity. The training agents receive provides them with the technical skills that will permit them to execute any felony investigate missions with success. Due to the nature of the work required of CID special agent, their strict qualifications must be met prior to application. And if you want to learn more about this job or other jobs, please visit Rider University's Handshake website. This has been Anthony Colasano with this week's edition of Finding Your Future. That's a wrap for this week's segment of Finding Your Future. Our producer will be back next week with more available job listings and tips for your career. Finding Your Future is underwritten in part by Career Development and Success at Rider University. For information online, it's rider.edu forward slash careers. See you next Sunday for Finding Your Future exclusively on Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Excellent job. As always, Anthony, excellent job. 
So, Kenny, before the break, we were talking about uh, one of your clients. She was stressed. She was working. You know, she was an attorney, but it was it just really wasn't her passion, and she was just stressed beyond all get out. And then, yeah. as you were training her, um, and this is something we talked about too at the uh, um, at the Home Depot, like it, you know, yeah. part of your mentoring, and and you get into like as you're training somebody, like it's not just training them physically, it's mental acuity. That yeah, comes because, in. you know, sometimes you're seeing that other aspects that our lives are, are keeping them from getting, doing healthy things and, and living a healthy lifestyle. And, and people say to me, they're like, why did you take that effort? Like this seemed more out, so outside of what, you know, I would thought my trainer would do. And, and I, I think, well, because I wanted to get you to your goal. And right now you're, you're doing all these things in your life that are keeping you from getting there. And, you know, and then, you know, they'll say, oh man, the best thing I ever did was, you know, uh, you know, get rid of my psychologist and start coming to you. And I'm like, when they're like, why is that? And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not trying to maintain you as a psychology client. I'm trying to just get you to your goal. And I'll say things that your, 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 your psychologist will never say uh, because you're supposed to have this self-discovery. Well, you know what? Some people aren't just going to get it. And every once in a while, you just have to go, hey, this is what I see is happening. And have you thought of it this way? Um, and, and, and it doesn't matter to business. I, I mean, you know, th this lady, she went on to, um, you know, she was so smart. And so she, she went on to, she has her own uh, 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 tutoring business for, for, for okay. you know, SAT okay. and stuff like that. And, 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 and she's, within the first couple of months, she's saying like, you know, it's part of a chain you know, a franchise. And she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm killing all my numbers. And, you know, I'm the, you know, the, the, you know, I've had people who had this business for years that are coming to me and asking me how I'm running my business. And I, I totally expected that. And, uh, you know, I had a similar circumstance happen with a, another one of my clients who was in a commercial real estate and he, he made a big leap. And we were just talking about like that the numbers don't really matter. You know, I was saying, you know, his name's Jeff. I said, Jeff, you know, th this may be, you know, a $200 million a year business and mine, you know, or, or the, your investment or whatever into it, it might be that, I don't know. I don't even know what the numbers are in your business. Uh, you know, cause I always hear crazy numbers about, you know, deals and things like that. And I go, that might be your life savings where the 200 that I spent, 200,000 I spent was my life savings. And I said, so that free fall and making that leap of faith still feels the same to both of us. Oh, it's still the same. The emotions, all the emotions are still there. Am I good enough? I'm not, you know, this or that. And like this guy, Jeff is in commercial real estate and I met him within five minutes. I knew that he was such a quality person and he's telling me what a rough business this is. And, you know, you really have to have a thick skin and you really gotta, you know, you, you gotta be ready for anything. And, you know, deals are constantly falling apart and this and that. And I'm like, and constantly people are changing deals after they've already been signed. And I'm like, you're so not that guy. Like, I go, once you get in this business, I go, people are going to be lining up the door to do business with you because you just, you just, it, you, it comes out in his personality in the first two minutes, you know, that if you shake his hand, that actually means something to him, you know? And so, and, you know, years later, he was like, tells me, wow, he goes, you really helped me keep my head straight through that. And yeah, I can't believe, you know, this guy is so successful. He's sitting there, he can't believe that he's doubting himself, but you know, some of us are still, you know, that little kid and, you know, whatever it is, you know, like we're sharing experiences that we were in school. And he goes, you know, I said, man, I was this shy kid. I, 
you know, I probably didn't say five words all the way through school. And he goes, yeah, he goes, I was this shy, overweight kid. And you look at him now and he, he looks like a fit guy and he's a good looking guy. And you're like going, you know, and, and so like, you know, there's always that little doubt. And, and sometimes you need someone who's not your wife. And like I said, it's not your family member or it's not someone who doesn't have a dog in the fight. They just go, man, no, you got this. Trust me, you know. And uh, so I try to I try to use that position here. Uh, and in the end, you know, they calm down. They start, you know, eating better. They start, uh, you know, looking forward to coming here and working out because it clears their head. I don't know how many people come through the door and they're stuck on something. And all of a sudden they get 15 minutes into their workout and they're like, I know what I'm going to do with that. Because it just, you know, they just had a chance to chill and burn a little stress off. And all of a sudden they're getting more clarity of thought. And so I kind of try to, I know what's happening here now. And I kind of just try to give them a little push in the right direction. And it's part of the fun of this business for me is, is, is uh, seeing people kind of evolve in, in that way. And then I like to see them, like when I train the kids and years later, they go, oh, I still am doing everything you recommended about eating and I'm really taking care of myself and I'm staying fit. And I realized that, you know, in two hours a week, I can do a lot to take care of myself. And I, I've stayed on top of that all through college and all through grad school and all through my, my, my career. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a good thing to feel that you're, 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 you're affecting people in that way. Uh, and to me, you know, I, I, I never worked for anybody and just did a job for a paycheck. I always took more pride in it than that, but you know, and that was my difficulty working for other people and other businesses, though, is when you're you're man trying to manage people who are there just for a paycheck. That's really frustrating. And that was frustrating for me. Jim, and it was exhausting. You're there on the mat. Like you're there, like you're on the mat, like in the gym. You you always give. That's who you are. You give like 100 and you give 200 percent. You know what I mean? Whether you're training or you're there to work. Like you're very focused and it's one of the things I think that's inspirational too. And I think it's part of the key to your success. Like you help people just like you, you just give that energy off and it's just like one step at a time, very methodical, very organized. We're not going to. It's fun. Gonna... It's fun to sit back and see people achieve greatness in something, you know, like I, I have two of the strongest high school athletes in the country. They were both brothers. Uh, they stuck with their dad saw what I did here and got it. Um, bringing up high school athletes and getting them next level. Like where my two, my, my friends, two, two sons, I, I got them up. Uh, the one came to the door, 140 pounds. He just went off the college at 230. The other one was 160. He went off at 230 as well. The yeah. other son did that. The youngest son did that in two and a half years. Now, listen, the dad did the work. He took him to the practices. He started him off in peewee football. He did all the work. But at the end of the day, if you're 140 pounds, you're not getting a D1 ride to a, to a D1 school for, for football. Yeah. You need to be 230 and burn in the 40 and 4 or 5. And, and so that's where I come in. And, 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 and then you have to kind of – you got to drag them there a little bit too. As disciplined as they were and this and that, you have to get them thinking – the way you need to think to change your body that much. And the reason I understand it is I did it. I, I was 135 when I started high school. And at the end of my lifting career, I was 275. And I did that drug free. And and so, and and I'm never in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, and I realized that. That was in a time where it wasn't like, 
we didn't have the social media that there is today. We didn't have like, you know, like there were a couple trade rags that would give you information, but getting that information, it was like old school stuff you were doing, you know? So kudos so, to you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So, so now like, I, um, you know, I, I've, um, I'm training, I'm training a lot of athletes from private schools now, and my business has gone, you know, next level because these parents, you know, if you're sending your kid to a private school, then you want the best, you know, for your kid on all levels. And, 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 and it's a small community of people. So they're all putting my name around and I'm getting a lot of work out of that because they're like, you know, it, 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 no matter how successful you are getting your kid into a full, full ride situation in, in college being so expensive, it, it, it's, it's, you know, that's, that's a big win, you know, uh, um, you know, let, let, you know, if you spent $10,000 in training over the course of five years, but your kid just got a $300,000 four year ride, that's a good investment, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's what I do here. I, I, I will, I will, you know, I will change your athlete. Uh, completely uh, you know and so it's and what and if you notice like i said i don't have any one segment i've trained third graders all the way through to pro athletes and then then what happens is the parents are bringing the, the yeah their parents are, are and even the grandma's coming to drop the kid off for for training and i says why don't you come on in it's another 20 dollars to hop on in that way to train and train with your your grandson or your or your daughter or son and it's actually good family time too when when the parents show you know parents always crack up people always crack up to see a 250-pound linebacker walk out the door, and then they see their 97-pound mom walk out, and they're like, "You train both of them?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "If you know, if you know what training is, you know training. You, you know, you can adjust things for either one. I'm not, I'm not going to train the mom like I train the son. They have two different goals, and I think people are always surprised here of 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 the demographic of, of people I have here and and people of variety of goals. And I, 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 and in the end too, if I'm here for 15 hours a day, it would be boring training that same person all day long. It's nice talking to that stay at home. I, how many parenting tips I've gotten to, to help my son from these stay at home moms. And, and, and then you talk to some big businessman, a big CEO and how he approaches business. And I learn as much from them as they can learn from me, you know? So um, it, it's, it's a very unique business that way. And I wouldn't change it for anything. Uh, like I said, I pinched myself. I, I get paid for this. And, and back in the day, probably when you were going to my gym, I, I was training friends for nothing. Uh, I was just doing it for fun. And, and, and then, you know, all of a sudden I see them really doing well. And people are like, man, you should really be doing this. And I'm like, you know, yeah. I had that all through high school. It, it, it was hysterical. I remember every time I go in a gym, in, out in, the, uh, out in, in, in gym class and, you know, uh, someone would come up to me and go, wow, you know, you might be good at this or that. And then I'm like, ah, that's, you know, you're being nice, you know, and, and looking back, I'm like, I should have done that and that they were right. You know, um, so, you know, when, you know, I know, and when, when kids bring that up, I try to, to, to remind them of that. Hold, hold your thoughts. This is so powerful. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett with the amazing and inspirational Ken Brunskill. And we are live in the uh, Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And Ken has been sharing some great insight into his business of achieve personal training and um, a superpower of mentoring and inspiring greatness from others. And we'll be right back after a short break. 
This is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Elliott from G45 Consulting, along with her panel of guests, are here to share their tips and tricks for growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. Your Career is Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Bergeon Mediation, Harwell Express Press, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. I'm telling you, Kenny, Every show, every week I say, oh, this show went so fast. This is the end of the show. And this has been like probably the fastest show ever. And uh, anytime I talk to you, it goes by in a, in a millisecond. <laughs> so, we, 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 we see things a lot. We, we have a good connection, I think. We, we see things a lot of the same ways. And uh, we're, we're in agreement on a lot of things. And I think things flow very quickly when people uh, are on that wavelength. So, um yeah, it, it was it was awesome. I had a lot of fun. I, I'm looking forward to uh, to the next time we can do this. Um, but Did you uh, have any I don't know. wisdom for people, like you know, like any any last bits that you want to share with people? Uh, yeah, just go go and live your dreams. It, it sounds so fortune cookie, but but it's true. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, the simple the simple. Uh, you know, emotion of being happy comes from doing things that make you happy. <laughs> it's that simple. It, it, there's a, it, it, and so if you're slogging through life doing things that aren't making you happy, you should pursue your happiness without stepping on anybody else's toes to do it. You know, uh, you know, keeping it honest, keeping it real, and, and, and doing the right things by people, and and pursuing your dreams in that way. Um, and you'll be a happier person and doing healthier things for yourself and, and you'll feel fulfilled. And then that spins off to all aspects of your life. And it spins off to your relationship, uh, with your wife and your kids and, and, and everything else. So, um, it, it, it's not, like I said, it sounds so fortune cookie, but it's true. That's why fortune cookies are fortune cookies. You know, <laughs> they're supposed, they're supposed to inspire you, you know? So, um, but just don't eat the fortune cookie. It's a, it's a bad starch. <laughs> touch with you <laughs> uh, so can i give some information here for people to contact me if they want to please do okay so my my uh, i have a website uh, uh, achieve pt.net and uh my 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 uh my email is achieve ken at verizon.net and you can contact me on my cell phone at 973 600 7853 and i appreciate the opportunity for to promote, promote myself a little bit here um you know right now every every little bit helps uh you, you know clients yeah i have been i've been i've been i've been very lucky and i've been building some momentum every week especially ever especially since they opened gyms again even though technically i'm a personal service business i'm not a gym I'm not a gym or, or, or a training facility. So um, I've been open up since June when like hair and nail salons and all that went back into action. Uh, Cause that's the category that I'm actually in. Thank God I got to start like a month earlier than some of the other training facilities were. So um, yeah. And it's been, it's been humbling. My, my clients have been really bringing a lot of people and I'm getting, I'm in the green. So that's, that's good. <laughs> you know, God so, bless. And I, I can't thank you enough for today. That's all like phenomenal. I'm so happy to hear this. And um, and it's a testimony to like all that you give to people. 
You know, it's, it's, it's every, all your blessings that you've put out there are coming back to you, you know? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, that's, that's well said. And I appreciate that. Thank you. And, and, and Wanda, you're the best. I really appreciate you doing this. So it's been a lot of fun. I enjoyed it too. So thank you. And like, and, and let me know too, like I said, during the break, let me know when you're free on a Sunday morning and we'll hit the studio and um, who knows, you may be my first guest in the new studio. <laughs> awesome. That sounds great. Awesome. That would be awesome. Okay. So in closing, my, my, I, got I know you got it. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So in closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the on-demand library on 1077thebronc.com, where we have over seven years worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. You can listen to us anywhere as you can download the 1077 The Bronx Free iPhone or Android apps from the App Store. You simply search WRRC1. That's Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie 1. Uh, we would love to hear from you during the week. You can check out and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting, um, also Bergeon Mediation. Uh, you can check out my website, uh, G45Consulting.com or um, Bergeon Mediation, uh, g45consulting.com. You can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society and the Secret Mentor Society Bootcamp. So if you're having challenges with your job search, it's a 10-day intensive course that is proven to drive results for alumni. There are seats available for the October class. So if you'd like to join me, I really would love to have you. And you can connect to me on LinkedIn or send me an email at wanda at g45consulting.com. And I would like to thank our producer, Anthony Colasano for another fantastic job and the Bronx general manager, John Moses. Special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Rajan Mediation, Carwell Express Press, and Ryder University's Office of Career Development and Success for making this hour possible. We cannot do this hour without their support. And lastly, we, we not lastly, but we do appreciate you, our listeners, uh, first and foremost. And we know how difficult it is to manage your career. We thank you for listening in. And remember, own your career, keep networking alive. And I'm going to be here next week with another fantastic guest. Thank you very much. Take care. That was this week's episode of Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellen. Tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. to learn the ins and outs of growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. Discover what makes you stand out and how to become your best self. If you need help during the week, reach out to Wanda at G45 Consulting via email at wanda at g45consulting.com. Missed an episode? No worries. You can subscribe to a free weekly episode of Your Career is Calling to listen to on your favorite podcasting platform. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever. Your Career is Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Bergeon Mediation, Harwell Express Press, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. Only on 1077 The Bronx.